Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Talking Smack. I am your host, Josh Scar. This is where we talk superheroes, movies, animation, and comics. And we have a really fun episode ahead of you ahead for you today. But before we do that, we've got a quick ad from our friends at the Decaying with the Boys podcast, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Jojatorium. It's Decaying with the Boys. That's right. It's Matt. It's Adam. Two comedic co-hosts that talk about what they love. Beers, combat sports, pop culture, horror movies, and whatever else we want. So subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to catch new episodes dropping every Sunday morning. And welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that ad from the Decaying with the Boys podcast. Definitely check that out. With me this week, I have Scotty, Becky, and Matt, last but not least. And this week, we are doing a what I'm hoping to be at least a twice a year thing where we are talking smackdowns this is fictional characters fighting it out and we're going to discuss the rules here but first everyone how are you doing today oh fantastic josh i wanted to be the first to talk shocking (laughs) i am i am super thanks for asking all things could be better that's why would you talk over matt like that how dare you this is the fights are this is this is going to be chaos because everybody wins we are the ones fighting (laughs) (laughs) surprise so so what talking smackdowns is going to be here is uh we're going to take a fictional fight a hypothetical fight between fictional characters and there is one three-way match that is not fictional characters that uh we're just going to destroy the world with basically the concept is we're going to throw these characters into an empty two-story warehouse and they only have their abilities to win this fight the fight doesn't necessarily have to be to the death. It's just to an incapacitation idea. So like Deadpool fighting anyone, eventually he would win because he would kill them because he has his regenerative powers. But someone could disembody him and he would be incapacitated to the point where they win the fight. So that's basically the general ground rules. If they get into a fight, it's just to incapa- incapacitation. So the example I have here would be Topher Grace Venom versus Tom Hardy Venom. And we're going to discuss these in like five minute segments. Whoever wants to go first, who do you think or how do you think these people or who would win this fight? Is that really even a question? Tom Hardy. <laughs> really? It doesn't really? have to go five minutes, but oh, again, it's going to go 10 seconds because he's going to look at him. And it's going to be like, what's he going to do? Slap him with his purse? Topher, come on. Topher Grace. Come on. He was the worst oh. venom. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. This one was mostly just to poke Matt. I don't disagree with your conclusion, but I have to defend my boy Topher, short for Christopher, in that movie. I watched this movie like two weeks ago. He's a perfect like shithead Peter Parker <laughs> and a perfect like evil Spider-Man, which for me, like that's the ideal Venom. In that movie, Spider-Man 3, Peter Parker has his turn as a shithead, but like Eddie Brock in that movie is born a born shithead. He doesn't do anything that is not about himself. He's like the exact inverse of great power, great responsibility. It chef's kiss. I'm doing the chef's kiss thing right now, but nobody can see it. It's, it's good. He's like, hell yeah, evil in that one. It's true. It's Tom Hardy. He's a big giant man, but Topher is a good venom. I feel like the movie, getting away from that, the whole fight thing right now, I, Spider-Man 3 could have been better. I know the whole Avi Red shoving venom in there when Sam Raimi didn't want to do that right away, kind of boggled that thing up, but it did give us dancing Toby, and I'm forever grateful for that. So, <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three is 
Okay, so the dancing Toby Maguire beats both Venoms in the warehouse where the Footloose song is playing and it's like a techno (laughs) version of it. And they're both so shocked at his dancing skills that it does physically, emotionally, and spiritually incapacitate them. I rest my case. (laughs) I I got nothing for that. Uh, But in the the discussion of- Mr. Mr. I hate everything. I, I won't watch Venom. I won't watch this. I can't do it. I only eat chicken tenders. What What's your big choice here, big buckaroo? That's what I'm waiting I, for. I think the Tom Hardy Venom wins only because he has like T-1000 powers compared to Topher Grace Venom, which is basically just Spider-Man powers. We've seen Tom Hardy Venom get like pierced through the sternum and he's fine. Or he somehow he makes a giant hole in Eddie Brock to let stuff pass through him. His power set is really odd in my opinion and it just kind of gives him the upper hand plus he is not opposed to eating people where we never saw that in Tover grace so i have to assume that he is somewhat opposed to eating people venom from the movie venom starring the marvel comics character venom understands the most fundamental thing about venom and that that is that he has boyfriends with the symbiote and that's why he has better powers and that's why he wins even though i will defend that movie and i will defend Topher grace it's no contest. Also, right. like like everybody else, they would just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got that one in in under five minutes. Good, good job, everyone. That was a good practice round. The next match we have is Toph from Avatar: The Last Airbender versus Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Oh, I'm going into this one blind. <laughs> so you're you're gonna you're gonna hate me. I haven't watched all the full way of Avatar. I have not done it. I just haven't. Well, then yet. you're 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 out. It's a it's a three way battle here. Then no, if you've seen Toph, then it, <laughs> I don't know. Toph is pretty standoffish. I don't know if she'd be friends with anyone other than uh, her team Avatar crew. Matt Murdock is like a died in the wall Catholic. Everything he does like causes him endless guilt. I don't know if he's going <laughs> to fight a child, even one yeah. who's not wearing shoes. Okay, but go back to he's got religion behind him, so he'll kill anybody. I don't know if that's how he interprets his religion. Catholic. But you could you could you could make a case. <laughs> <laughs> and it's notorious that the um the Catholic has don't really tasted care blood about before. children. So there's also that. Scott is with me on that one. Catholics and children don't really mix from what I hear. No, but there, there is a <laughs> difference. Yeah. There, there's a difference between the Catholic, the institution of the Catholic Church, <laughs> and a random guy in New York who dresses up in a costume and beats the shit out of people. He should really just change that. That he could pick anything, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go Catholic. It's fine. It's, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think. I don't think Toph's hardcore. She would have to have a really, really good reason. And if the reason is winning, then it might be her. I mean, she, she's got the rock thing. So it's yeah. like, that's well, a big advantage. Metal. So if they're in a warehouse, I was like, yep. well, I was like, the rock doesn't matter. They're in a warehouse. And I was like, ah, she could, could she can control the entire building. So even if she didn't have any other weapons, the building is her weapon. Well, if you're doing uh, that, I mean, is, is a literal ninja, but she can, she has like the earth. Sorry. Yep. No, you're good. So if you're if you're talking about metal, she can control metal, and she's just clanging things around. It's going to disrupt Murdoch, obviously. That's like his one big thing: loud noises. 
kind of like Venom, apparently. I, I, I had to go with, as much as I don't know a lot about Top, I've seen a lot. I just haven't watched the whole entire finished series yet. But I, I'd probably have to say Top. As much as I like Daredevil, I, there's no chance for him. I mean, when she crushes that door to get out of that cage they put her in or whatever, that's what she would just do to the entire building. She does go on to invent the cops, though, and that's not great. That is true. She does. So yeah. Yeah, now you have cops versus Catholics, two groups of people who aren't <laughs> confusing to us all. This fight was posted by Edward McCann in one of my Facebook groups. And Edward, I hate you right now. <laughs> this is this has gone way off topic. Why? Well, so, this is better on topic than Venom. <laughs> all right, I so don't this is then. this is what you this is what you expect when you do the thing. <laughs> what are we? We're not this is not exactly what here. I had in mind with talking Smackdowns. <laughs> Speaking of which, we've got a minute fifty to go on this topic to, to decide a winner. It's going to be tough unless someone's getting sued. Then I think Murdoch's got it. Yeah, I mean she's got she's got the power on her side, but they would be friends. I, you know, I agree with that. I think she would be a uh, like a mentor-mentee kind of thing, perhaps. Or, or just commonality is they both have some kind of outside way of seeing the world instead of with their eyes. Matt sees it kind of through sonar and Toph sees it through the vibrations in her feet. Different ways. It of- would have an, un- an uneasy alliance that would bloom into a genuine friendship. I'd read that book. Well, that's uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Every time you say he uses sonar, I think of him just going eh, really loud so he can see. Just, just walking around like, what's wrong with that guy? Eh. That's why that's why he's so cranky all the time, because that's what his brain's doing. <laughs> so to the point of incapacitation, we think Toph wins. That's the, that's oh, the yeah. consensus here? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. She might not murder him outright. Well, again, it's no. not necessarily to murder. It's it's to inca- incapacitation. Well, yeah, but she she might just crush him under a rock. Sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Enjoy your impending cancellation talking smack podcast. <laughs> we cover listened- blind people, cops and Catholics. <laughs> Moving on. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. Scotty tried to get us canceled with that one too with the last <laughs> movie he'd reboot. I will fund that project. <laughs> All right, this next one is from Rebecca here. So uh, we have a dragon fight, Mad Madam Mim from The Sword in the Stone and Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Dragon fight, who's got it? I think Mad Madam Mim. She's the crazy lady with the purple hair. And even if she can only be a dragon, she's a tricky bitch. She doesn't play fair. She doesn't play by the rules. She does not play by the rules. Maleficent was just kind of giant. That's all she did. Yeah, but she's got that green fire. I can only contribute (laughs) Maleficent facts because I haven't seen, I don't know that other one. I don't think Mad Madam Mim can get as big as Maleficent did, though. So there, there is also the size discrepancy. Like, who's who's got the bigger, um, the longer reach and whatnot? That's fair. Maleficent's dragon is pretty giant. Uh, we don't see the same scale for Mad Madam Mim. Yeah, I think Mad Madam Mim is more along the size of Elliot from the original Peach Dragon. Maybe she can get about, about 10, 15 feet. But Maleficent's dragon is pretty stinking huge. Yeah, nothing. You have no idea. Uh, Okay, I, I haven't seen either of those movies in years. My closest you thing to children. a freaking yeah, and they prefer other movies like good movies like Shrek with that dragon. Huh? Throw that dragon. I mean, in that's a donkey. good movie, but they're all three of those are good movies. We throw Donkey in there; it's gonna be a completely different movie. We know what he likes with dragons. <laughs> that becomes a very different movie and a very different subject. Three dragons, one donkey. Who wins? 
The donkey. That sounds like a, that, that sounds like an, that sounds like a Google search I'm never going to do. <laughs> we all know because Scotty. It's actually episode. a Google search. He's it's a Google search That'll he's gonna do right after this episode. Yes, he's right now. But does apply to you know, everything. I'll say I'll say based on size or the information, it's more of a sense dragon. If it's a fair fight, yeah. Um, I do agree with Becky that Mad Metamen probably would not play fair. So it is a bigger toss-up, but I do think Maleficent ends up winning in the end. I, I She's got two movies of her own. She has to win. <laughs> Three, technically, then. Yeah, you're Sleeping, right. Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent, Maleficent, another one. Maleficent, the one where she's a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. I didn't All see right. that one. I'll add that to my list. <laughs> I did yes. I did Google it, and the main thing I got was the drunkies. <laughs> which are the the babies oh, the, of the dragon, the donkey. dragon okay. and donkey from Shrek? Just so you know, there's such I good say, I, Google search. We clearly need to do an episode of how Hagrid came to exist and how those <laughs> drunkies came to exist. Because you know how the drunkies came to exist. It's a pretty it's a pretty safe Google search, and my my safe search it's off. <laughs> <laughs> Did they kiss under a rainbow and make a wish? That's At how least. babies are made, right? You guys. <laughs> No, storks bring them. You put in an order with Amazon, and then they send the storks from their warehouse, and you get a baby. You might be on a different website. (laughs) You probably shouldn't. (laughs) You probably shouldn't say that you did that into into a microphone that you're going to publish. I thought they just were found in the woods. Good idea. We should do that. Can you monetize babies? Can't you just find them in the woods? (laughs) That that one's getting cut, Rebecca. With the advent of YouTube and TikTok, yes, you can monetize babies. There, I'll yes, put a spin on it. Now I don't have to edit. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you guys? You could be rich. Hey, look at look at Ryan kid. He makes like millions of dollars doing nothing. <laughs> he makes millions of dollars putting out a bad TV show that kids love for some reason. My kids they watch that. It. It's awful. So bad. Next yeah, fight. Who's next? Let's let's see. What I'm gonna send that sound clip to your kids. So they know what you think of what they watch in like 10 years time they'll be like yeah that show sucked i'm sorry we made you watch this so the next fight we have uh, is going to make matt's brain explode here it's from our friends at the lords of swine podcast it is bill gates versus jeff bezos versus elon musk whoever wins we lose (laughs) (laughs) that's the best answer all right moving along uh next one we got is one from my wife uh, Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts versus the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, but she has all the Sailor Scouts, all of them. Uh, let's say main ma- original Mo- Sailor Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. I know I was saying it as kind of a joke before, but um, Sailor Moon's whole thing is that she's friends with everybody. So that's true. Would Sorry, her and Bubble ahead. cancel each other's out? Ooh, maybe Bubbles just kind of wants to be friends with everybody. They would just fall you say in love with each other's adorableness. Who did you say the trio were? The originals. Oh, yeah. I was saying the original. All like Sailor Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were narrowing it to three. Because um, Sail- uh, Sailor Jupiter, she's tall and she fights. Yeah. She's like, the badass. She loves the to fight. And Sailor Mars, she's got a short fuse. So she also loved to fight. But would her and Buttercup cancel each other out? Buttercup loves to fight. Jupiter and Mars would probably go straight to Buttercup. Those those three would have a pretty good fight on their own. They yeah they that oh. would be like the matchup. 
And then Bubbles and Sailor Moon would be going to get some snacks somewhere. <laughs> yes, they would. If we could get back to the really like the, just the scientific method we've been using for every single one of these matchups. <laughs> yes. Um, As we have been the, very consistent. <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls do have like super strength and like they can fly. They have like laser eyes, right? They have laser eyes, right? The Sailor Scouts are magic and they've got their attacks, but you know, they they have like regular person strength right so i thought that the sailor scouts did get enhanced strength and stuff when they are transformed kind of like power rangers where they don't necessarily look like they're enhanced but they are i think that's right are they doing yeah. steroids yes but, they, but they're Magical never called steroids. on to use their strength because all of their strength comes from their friendship the strength comes from their friendship because usagi sakino's main power is that she's friends with everybody just saying she doesn't oh, throw I, a punch. She throws her magic tiara. I think the high school girls beat the kindergartens. <laughs> That's my vote. But the kindergartners can, but the kindergartners can bench press a truck. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, and they do kind of destroy buildings. They've destroyed buildings. The they destroy robots. They destroy giant weird devil monsters. They would fight because in the matchup they're the villains. They're destroying the city, and Sailor Moon has to stop it so she can become god queen of the universe later what about psychologically the powerpuff girls fight amongst each other more than the sailor scouts do i don't know if that's true i don't know if they're as as cohesive as a unit Ray sailor, Usagi and sailor fight. Mars? yeah yeah that's true they, they're they're in each other's face all the time because ray does not like usagi when she's being all wishy-washy and whiny all i gotta say about this particular matchup Powerpuff Girls beat the shit out of a monkey on the regular. They're going to beat the shit out of some whiny teenagers, all right? That's, that's my vote. I'm sticking to it. I say Sailor Scouts, but that's just me. I'm going to go with Sailor Scouts only because it'll be an awkward night at home if I don't. <laughs> Insert whip noise there. <laughs> you make, she, which, which one does she make you dress up as again? I don't remember. <laughs> tuxedo mask. What do you think? No, 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 no. She's tuxedo mask. I know how this goes. You got the skirt. I've seen you shave your legs. No, tuxedo mask is useless. That's Josh up and yeah, down. That's the question. Is is who who in the Ouch. relationship is the most useless? That's that's tuxedo mask. <laughs> or Moonlight Knight, or whatever his name was. Yeah, Moonlight Knight was his alter ego when he lost his memory. Uh, but yeah, that's still one of the best memes out there is tuxedo mask showing up and saying like something oh. inspirational to Sailor Moon and then like I must away. And she goes, You didn't do anything. <laughs> that's kind of his deal. You know what would be a good uh, trio to add to that fight? Totally Spies. They're rebooting that, actually. Are they? I was going to say, that's a pretty good matchup, too. They would they'd get in there. They don't have any magical powers, but they got all that cool technology. So we got 20 seconds left. Matt, you're the decider. I don't know if we've got a, a definitive answer from you. 15 seconds now. Well, I guess, I mean, if, if I'm under the gun, I'm going to say Sailor Moon just because that's, I, I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> That works. But I don't know. So vote three to one. The Sailor Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts defeat the Powerpuff Girls. So this next fight then is Omni-Man versus Homelander, a battle of the evil Superman. They're both crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, are they, they're both kind of fucked unhinged. That's a good what one. happens, it's going to be needlessly gory and violent. Uh, this one, I, I do want to shout out. This one is from, again, someone from my Facebook groups, Ryan Butland is the one who suggested this one. I mean, honestly, from what I... I haven't watched all of Invincible, and I've watched literally barely anything of the boys. 
and I've just seen like just different things. I've read a little bit about the comic for the boys, and it really seems like Omni Man's just at shit crazy, and like we'll do whatever it takes. Obviously, he destroyed like what a whole entire planet or something when something invaded Homelander. Yeah, he's nuts too, but I just think Omni Man might have that strength. Plus, he's if we're going by voice actors too. I mean, J. Jonah Jameson himself. <laughs> J.K. Simmons just give him a little bit of an edge, I, I will admit. And he's got the mustache, man. Come on. <laughs> Can't I think that Omni-Man would win. I don't know if we've ever actually seen Homelander going up against a, a Superman-level character. As far as I can tell, he's really just got the laser eyes and the flight. I'm not sure exactly how much super strength he has, but he also has an Achilles heel of public perception. So I think that that fight would go to Omni-Man just because, again, unless Homelander is pushed to a certain point, he's not going to hit a level of just complete mass destruction that Omni-Man would. Daddy's right. He's totally ruthless and he doesn't give a fuck about what, yeah, because that's what he does. He's just crazy. He's not even living in the same universe as anyone else. That's only true after a point, right? Because Omni-Man's whole thing is that he's like standing in as like a cool superhero guy until the time comes to like do his thing, which is also sort of true of Homelander or it's not true of Homelander, but he is like ruthless in a way and has like a big media empire backing him up to like cover up all of his horrible things to a certain level. That does put a lot of more so. work on his end though. Or it puts a lot more work on the end of the people that work for him. That's yeah, maybe fair that's point. Because they're both they're both just like what if Superman was bad? Yeah, they're guys. They're yeah, both like, just nukes. What if what if he was what if he was a bad boy? So it feels it feels pretty like a pretty even matchup to me. But hey, I, you know, choose you must come on, Matt. I'm only gonna vote if it's a tiebreaker. So you guys, you guys vote because <laughs> Matt says they, vote, Matt I'll says vote. they'd be friends. They, I think they would be friends. They would be the worst friends you've ever met, <laughs> and you hate both of them. They would be a folly ado. Yeah, and Superman would show up and be like, "Stop doing <laughs> this." You don't need to keep creating evil versions of me. It's yeah, it's right. Then somebody would scream Martha and he'd be gone. So back to destroying the world with those two. All right. So I think Scotty, you said Omni Man just because of J.K. Simmons. Rebecca, you well, kind more, of agreed with my assessment. That, so yes. Yes. So yeah, Matt, there's no there's no tiebreaker needed. Good. So we're gonna say Omni Man takes it. And they would become friends. Yeah, they'd they'd just be the, the most insufferable people you ever met. <laughs> The next fight we have here, uh, this one might be a little more niche. I don't know if all of you have seen these. Uh, so the Madrigals from the new Disney movie Encanto versus the Incredibles. This is from Bill Decker, again, from one of the Facebook groups. Oh, Jesus. I know, my brain went really into a very savage place. I was like, damn. But they're in a random warehouse. They're random warehouse is completely house? empty. Nope, no magic yeah. house. So would well, that matter? Don't they, yeah, don't they have no powers then? Yeah. No, they still they still have their powers. I mean, we'll assume that the Encanto is still up and running, so their powers still exist. It's just that they're farther away from it. That one's easy. This is Incredibles. I think it's Incredibles. Well, we're gonna do birth they... into song. We're gonna sing about <laughs> you kicking our ass. I'm getting punched in the face. <laughs> well, and the Incredibles, the Incredibles are a superhero team, which brings with it a certain level of like fisticuffs where that's not really what this family is doing in this movie they're like they're having conflict they're not like they're using their powers to fight people so that i think they would be like we're not gonna fight and then mr incredible would be like okay 
all right, I got muscles of steel. I'm also a Superman guy. Yeah. And Elastigirl, I mean, she did, she did that whole thing of gave her kids a speech of this is not a movie. They will kill you. So yeah. they'd be ready to throw, they'd be ready to throw down if they had to. That's a great yeah. point. And their, their powers are really fucking cool. Yeah. I, I mean, the only one who could fight is the strong one, right? Like there's not Louis. They're not really, they're, yeah. They don't really have powers that are, uh, that lend Com- themselves to like, yeah, to conflict or at least physical conflict. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. psychologically, poor Bruno. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the- on a long, on a long enough timeline, the grandmother could make them feel inadequate and <laughs> bad about themselves and yeah. worthless until jack so sneezes and blows her head off with a yeah random... until he turns into a hulk baby <laughs> yes eats the grandma <laughs> i think that's game you just ripped her in half uh you guys win we'll sing a pick somber song pick up that candle on your way out <laughs> you did rehearse this right there's there's gonna be a sad song all right incredibles win Incredibles wins. Okay, I'm I'm in agreement there. Next fight, we have from Scotty, the Green Power Ranger versus Skeletor. Now there is a backstory to this. Okay, I'm back ready. when I'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> back when I lived with a couple of my buddies, there we'd always buy the wrestling game, and we'd download people's created characters, and we do the Royal Rumble, and it came down to Skeletor and the Green Ranger. And my God, it was an amazing match. It was so much. It was a tradition. Like every day we'd watch one match and every single freaking time. It was like one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. We'd sit there and we'd have like four of us like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a cage match. And it would be like a 30 minute long thing. Like this is better than any pay-per-view ever. I don't even like wrestling like that. I just wanted to watch, you know, random things fight. And it's like, holy shit. Now it's in my head that Skeletor and the Green Ranger are fighting each other all the time. So I do have that's to ask story. which version of Skeletor are you going with now? Is it the new Kevin Smith one that's voiced by Mark Hamill? Or are we going with 80s Skeletor? Oh, this is the 80s. Those are, te- those are technically the same guy, right? More or less, yeah. Uh, they they try to continue on from the, the 80s continuity, but I feel like they are pretty distinctly different considering the new Netflix Skeletor literally just killed He-Man within the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Gotcha. I haven't watched He-Man since I was a kid because I got uh, in trouble at school for kicking a kid, so. (laughs) (laughs) You? No. Okay, I'm like, okay, somebody needs to Google Power Ranger murder because I think if it's the Green Ranger that was also a murderer. He didn't murder people. Look it up. It's either that or the Red. it's, It's the Green Ranger or the Red Ranger. I mean, someone's if we're murder murder, people, yeah, it was it was a it he was ran an actual, somebody through with a sword. It he was the it. Red Ranger oh, in real life. Okay, in real yeah. life. In real yeah. life. Oh yeah, that's like I like I <laughs> skewered a, skewered somebody, but that guy would win. I I think Skeletor would not be expecting it. Yeah, ow, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was. Uh, die if Cole he's already Evans, The Red Wild Force Ranger. So it wasn't the Green Ranger. It's one of the Red Rangers. It was Red Wild Force. Well, uh, there was and also, also the actor Ranger. is not the same as the character. There, there's Facts. another one. There's two. There's two Power Ranger actors or people that were in the show committed horrible murders. It's insane. The other one is they threw these people off a boat then drowned them. It's crazy. So those guys would win in my book. The evil they, Power. Rangers. That's not. That's not the point. My 
my my question to Scotty about the the 80s Skeletor versus the new Netflix Skeletor to me I think it would be more interesting I, I get what you're saying with your WWE create a character story here so it makes it a little more fun uh, but I think like either Rita Repulsa or Zed would be a better matchup for 80s Skeletor because that would be a completely a complete battle of incompetence <laughs> here's the thing who's less incompetent when I google as suggested Power Ranger murder. <laughs> one of the things that comes up you is can't do that when I'm drinking which, my water, Matt. Which Power Ranger is the strongest? Oh, when I and? drop that down, according to the character's history, Tommy is a legend among the Power Rangers community and is considered to be the greatest Power Ranger of all time. <gasps> He's not oh. just the Green Ranger. He's the White Ranger. He's Zero Ranger V Red, whatever that means. The Red Turbo Ranger. The Dino Thunder Black Ranger. Thanks, Google. Um, <laughs> this guy's this guy's a legend. Skeletor is what he's like a muscle guy with a skull. And he's not good at anything. Yeah, he's good at being evil. But is he? Because <laughs> does he usually win? <laughs> it's not My about man, the wins. Qual- it's I'm about the quality. It's not about the losses. It's about the quality of the wins. Look, and the quality of his wins, I don't think are very good. All right, so we got like five seconds here. So are we, what is the consensus here? Green Skeletor Ranger. versus Green Ranger. Green Ranger, if nothing else, if, if my greatly researched uh, <laughs> and very passionate speech couldn't, couldn't convince you, he's got a giant robot. Also good triumphs over evil, as we all know. But could the giant robot cool pierce food. our magical warehouse? Yes, the giant well, robot. Well, if that, that comes on a whole nother discussion. If he's bringing the robot, does he get to bring his battle cat? Yes. That makes them faster. You can get around yeah, that. Robot still wins. The battle cat is still pretty small. It's fast and agile. It's it's a big cat, but it's big for a cat. Well, what if he does like the, the puss in boots eyes and Green Ranger's like, oh, and then he <laughs> goes, nah, stabs him. See? There's, there's, ways no, around there's, it. No, there's no precedent for that. Someone's getting stabbed, okay? It's going to happen. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the Green Ranger as well, just because 80s Skeletor is completely incompetent. He would never be able to finish a plan. So, sorry, Scotty. It's okay. Just one more it, thing before I move on. It's Skylar Delion. He was convicted of triple murder. That's what the he murdered, guy. A, That's whole, he guy. murdered a whole family. Yeah. Threw him off a boat. Is this supposed to be a family-friendly show? We're talking a lot about no, murder and stabbing. No. Okay, I good. have this listed as explicit every week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> uh, so from our friends at the Scottish Murders Podcast, we have Master Chief versus the Green Goblin. The Green Gobbler? <laughs> Why no, is your like... wife fighting the Master Chief? I just don't get it. She would win. She'd kill him. Snap his neck. Is this Green Willem Goblin. Defoe Green Goblin? Or is it just comic Green Goblin? Or is there, is there a certain uh-huh. version we're using? Uh I'm going to go with the comic book Green Goblin in this case. Although, given the fact that they want to go against Master Chief, maybe they do want to do the movie Green Goblin because the armors kind of line up. Oh, that makes sense. All right, let's go Willem Dafoe. Depending on which movie you're watching. Well, I haven't seen the other Willem Dafoe Spider-Man movies, so I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I'm just happy that I finally went to a movie theater and I didn't get a deadly virus. (laughs) I'm thinking that's a different kind of movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> master chief has like a energy shield that protects him but doesn't it, isn't it limited 
It can yeah, be worn like down. a lot of damage. Yeah. The Green Goblin's got that thing he flies on, and he's very good at it. He could be at a distance throwing his little bombs, and then he, and he can Chief. shoot missiles from it, and, and he has melee weapons. They're pretty evenly matched on that. Master Chief knows how to operate many vehicles. Some of them is, there, is there a warthog in the warehouse? No. <laughs> maybe, I, feel like, I feel like a glider would be a lot more useful in a warehouse you situation than any Halo. They seem like they're pretty large. The market's the like a four-wheeler. Mongoose yeah, it's, a, is, it's a slightly bigger God, ATV. Someone, someone hasn't played Halo Infinite. God. <laughs> Some of the mongooses have rocket launchers on them now. Also, what? Master Chief. Has I've a driven grappling. the mongoose in that game. I have not fired a single rocket or missile. You're not. You're not driving the right ones, buddy. Master Chief also playing. has his uh, hook shot or whatever. If you if you aim that thing in a vehicle and you shoot it, Master Chief zips right to it and takes over the vehicle. Bing, bang, boom. Um, now he's got, ho ho ho. Now he's got a glider. I because I'm like if it's if it's a wheeled situation versus a gliding situation, glider wins because he just popped those fucking wheels. Yeah, all Master Chief has to do is just get on that glider, and now he's got a glider. Well, you know what? The one thing Master Chief doesn't have that Willem Dafoe's. Uh, you know, I know you guys have seen the memes. He's got that dump truck back there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a win. But that's you can hear him clapping. He's coming. You know where he's at? <laughs> Wait, the armor wouldn't reduce that. He's not in a skin oh, suit. He's in armor. You wouldn't cover his ass. No, of course not. It's, it's like a. It's one of those things that get it's psychological game. It's like you hear it. Psychological clap, game. Clap, clap. Oh, where is he at? He's clapping somewhere. He's flying. <laughs> but then, it's not even the glider you use his powers of seduction to turn it into like an enemies to lovers situation. Wonderful is very charismatic. He is. Yes. Master Chief only has a thing for virtual girls. At, as far as we know, that we've seen so far, maybe it emotional unavailability seems to be his thing. Willem Dafoe has some emotional unavailability. Willem Dafoe's uh, pumpkin bombs turn you into a skeleton immediately. I will say that. Yes, yes that, that too. said, those guys were just wearing like oh. fancy rich guy suits and not big suits of armor. So who knows. All right, we got Would 60 seconds to decide agile? a winner. I, I think Green Goblin. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to go Green Goblin just because Willem Dafoe is fucking crazy. So he's going to do whatever it takes to win, and Master Chief is like he's like a seven-foot-what dude and fights aliens, so it's like he, he's kind of limited, I guess. I think it's Master Chief has guns. He has that suit that if you believe in the beam, it jacks him off. He's got an army behind <laughs> Phrasing. <him. laughs> No, that no, that was the intended phrasing. That was the, I was like, that was no accident. <laughs> uh, he's got an army behind him, and he like he constantly is getting blown. But out he of can't space get that army riding. in the warehouse, Matt. It's a one-on-one fight. Yeah, 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 get, Matt. You give him a mon- you give him a mongoose. One guy can ride in the back of that thing. But it's not that's, Master that's Chief that's and a friend with a mongoose. It's Master <laughs> Chief a... versus Green Goblin. All right, I'm just saying. If there's a if there's an army guy nearby, like walking down the street, he'll get that blue dot over his head and be like, "Here I come, chief! <laughs> Here I come, chief!" <laughs> Master Chief regularly gets blown up into space and survives. I'm be- I'm just being contrarian here, but I do agree. I think Master Chief actually pulls out the win, if nothing else, because of his radar. 
That means it's two and two, though. Yeah, then we well, have a tie. Then, <laughs> then we have a tie. I mean, I don't have here. I've got I've got this little stupid coin that my work gave me. I don't know if you can see it. It says pajamas and pants. Uh, okay. If it goes pants, it's Master Chief. If it goes pajamas, it's the Booty Boy. <laughs> As unexpected from Josh's mouth. It went pants. So uh, what did I say? That's Master Chief. That's you. a really scientific way to determine it. <laughs> it was. I, I mean, really enjoyed that. We could have just went with Becky's myself. choice, and they just fall in love. I like. I like. We I can like add it to the movies that need to be made <laughs> that we're going to do next to the Passion of the Christ Two <laughs> Expendables sequel. It's going to be Master <laughs> Chief and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin love story. Passion of the Christ Two, Electric Boogaloo. You know, I'm not. I, I'm. I'll say one more thing. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but uh, Green Goblin does a power bomb in yeah. in this new movie. So <laughs> he does. he's got some moves. <laughs> He power bombs a guy through a floor. So, yeah, I, he he's more badass than ever. Speaking of Peter Parker, our co-main event is from our friends at the Ocho Duo Parlay Hour (ODPH) podcast. Peter Parker versus Ben Riley. This is one that's going to just chive Matt's gears. Oh, he's ready. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're Way to not understand guy. clone rights, Matt. Way to just disregard clone rights. That's true. How do we even know the difference between them? There's like one circumcised, one's not. Is that how we just Isn't Ben Riley like blonde? Doesn't he like once Ben Riley once Ben Riley shows up and he's like, oh, there's another one. He dies as they're blonde. <laughs> but they have like got a mask if, on, I guess, a suit, but but if they're if we're talking like just matchups. Which we've done for only talking powers, like we have for every single matchup so far. They're the exact same. It's true. They are. So who is who is the better tactician in this case? Then I guess you could argue that uh, Peter Parker. Yeah, he's not worried about his hair. He's, he's just worried about the fight. He's, he's probably he's not worried about his. <laughs> he's not worried about his hair. He's worried about you know his appearance, wanting to be different, standing out, picking different moves. It's not the time to do it. Ben same age or is like like one of those faster cloning processes because so that's the case then peter parker has more experience well it's both because he was made into an adult clone but then from there he just ages regularly but peter parker does have more experience as spider-man because he like goes off and fucks off for five years or whatever it was i know too much about spider-man no such thing so like during all that time peter parker is still being spider-man and I'm saying Peter Parker, and you know who I mean, even though, as we all know, Ben Riley was originally intended to be the real Peter Parker, and Peter Parker was the clone. Don't get me started. The Clone Saga is a classic. I don't know what you're talking about. That's another one. Like another clone is like Kane or something like that. Oh yeah, you got Kane. You got Spider Side. You got. Uh, you got. I think that's all of them actually. But there's a, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of those fucking guys running around. And I, if uh, we're going on powers and in plus experience and not worrying about your appearance and not being secure in who you are as an individual person, Peter Parker. That said, Peter Parker. That said, recent comic books have had Ben Riley as Spider-Man backed by a big, massive corporation, meaning he's got a lot more resources True. at his disposal than Peter Parker. So he's a sellout, I, is what you're saying. I still go Peter Parker. Everybody's going to eat. 
Yeah. <laughs> Peter Parker. It's gonna be Peter Parker, if only because, like I said, they're the same guy, and they'd be friends, they're <laughs> brothers. <laughs> so you're saying it's Peter Parker, no matter what, just because you'd be right either way. Right. No matter what happens, Peter Parker wins. Peter Parker, but then you find out, was it Peter Parker? Whoever wins, Peter Parker loses because yes. he also won. I like that. Guys at ODPH, you, uh, I think Matt caught on to your, your game and he beat you at it. <laughs> Peter Parker wins and loses at the same time. That's satisfying. Right. I feel good about that one. It's like, Schro- it's like Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's box of a fight. <laughs> Our main event. This one is from Lewis. Becky and Scotty, you should probably know what this one is going to be. It is the Man of Steel, Superman versus Goku. <laughs> Why would he do that? It was the one that he wanted, though. So I, I actually will be abstaining from this one because I know jack shit about Dragon Ball Z other than like each episode is about five minutes of actual footage and everything else is just I'm going. <laughs> you just describe every anime ever. Goku's a strong guy, shoots lasers. That's all you need to know. So my question is because Lewis wouldn't really get into it. Superman's Superman's weaknesses are kryptonite and magic plus a handful of other things. Is Goku's ability, are Goku's abilities magical or are they just like inherent or I I don't know how, how else to phrase that. I wouldn't say they're magical. They're more, well, I mean, if you're going with Dragon Ball Super, the latest thing, he's a God. So he's going to beat this shit out of Superman. I'm sorry. That's already my stance. I've already got to it. I was going to say that's it. You already know I'm not. You already know I'm not a big fan of Superman at all, but I, I just Goku achieved godhood essentially. So it's like, really, I, I get it. Superman's fought a lot of tough guys, but he also died to Doomsday. So I mean, it's kind of Superman rules. Um, probably this is probably the time that I'm going to say this and mean it the most out of any time I've said it. This entire time we've been talking, they would be friends. <laughs> yeah, they would. They would fight. They would they be would, enemies turn to lovers. Yes, because Goku. I agree. Goku's big thing is he wants to test his strength, and That's Superman true. would be a huge test of strength. So he would be like, "All right, That's let's true. fight," and they would not like kill each other, but they would definitely like push each other as far as they go. It'd be a great fight. You know, that's a good point. You're, we can yes. both be right. They would be friends, but they would still. It see would what be would an epic showdown. But you're right. They would. The the good naturedness would be there. In the end, but, but who it's, would have it's, it's, who would have a like? A, well, other otherwise, I, I agree with Scotty. I was gonna be like, I, he's a god. Can you fight? A, can yeah, you fight him? Because if, if he could be like, beat, then he wouldn't be a god. But he has been beat. He like one of the first things that, that happens to him is he gets a hole blown through his chest. Just saying, yeah, he goes to heaven and has to train in heaven. He's a god. He's still uh, doing god things. It's an interesting matchup, just because like in their respective worlds, they're like the most powerful being out there it's a weird s- scale because like with dbz especially dragon ball in general it just keeps getting more powerful until goku is like i'm a god because that's the only way i can be super powerful or whatever i don't know i don't i don't watch anime i'm not a nerd um <laughs> who has the most potential for outside distractions because between the two of them goku doesn't give a fuck about his family or oh my kids getting beat up Ah, whatever you still want to fight i'm busy oh no someone (laughs) said lois yes i was gonna say and whereas superman is clearly dealing with some outside distractions and has a bigger heart than goku does 
So that could be a big, big weakness of his. That means the moral victory will always be Clark Kent's. Yes, that's true. He would just, by just by being Clark Kent. Uh, I, st- I still think Goku. You guys are probably right. I, Superman rules. I'll fight that battle to the death. But it's at a certain point, it's like we're going to heaven and fighting gods and like creating energy balls the size of a planet. My hair is long gold. I'm a monkey now. I, I just melded with a guy. Goku does fight racist white aliens, so there's that going for him. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true too. So I guess like I got to give that. If we're talking about sheer matchup, I'll give it to Goku. Oh, it hurt him to do it. Yeah. Right, I, I'm seeing that Superman action figure next to Grogu on Matt's shelf there behind him. That's actually I think just I got a Yoda. It's just an old little Yoda. Yeah. Oh, it's an old Yoda? It's just a tiny little yeah, not Yoda. Not every Yoda is Grogu, okay? It's hard to tell. <laughs> I got it. Wait for you to tell they're both dumb. <laughs> just because you had a bad experience i i abstained from any star wars ones just because i didn't need rebecca going off on a big <laughs> star wars is dumb rant and star wars is dumb it. it's not good <laughs> rebecca versus star wars there's we should do that <laughs> dark match if it's about who's liked more and better overall star wars wins every time but that's a loss i'm okay taking well, you know what? They might not because, I, in my experience, everyone who likes Star Wars also hates Star Wars. So, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. We just love so much. That's what happens with Star Wars. When you love something that much, you can't help but hate them a little bit, too. So, it's like a marriage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Another reason I'll never get married, but I don't have to compare it with Star Wars. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. That I hate you. <laughs> I'll think about that tonight when I'm sleeping in my queen size bed with my dog. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that's that's gonna do it for the inaugural talking smackdowns. Uh, I do, like I said, I do want to do this at least once a year, if not ever twice a year. I want to do this on our official, not official, uh, but like the episode that marks our 52nd episode, which means we've produced a year's worth of content. So I do want to bring it back for that episode uh, because the I think of you to assume that we're going to like you in a year. But who says I'm bringing but... you back, Miss? I hate Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> so with that, we will close out this inaugural episode of Talking Smackdowns. We will be bringing it back. Maybe we'll be bringing some of our our <laughs> rotating cast of characters here you uh, said maybe... that in a very stilting voice and i don't it... trust that i'm ever going to be on this podcast <laughs> ever again trust that gut feeling i mean no, no we love you we love you rebecca, <laughs> rebecca versus everybody from talking smack <laughs> she's the only one that works out from the crew so she wins she's gonna win. start her own podcast with hookers, podcast like and hookers. <laughs> i don't know if i fully count so i'm gonna sit that one out Matt, you want to come on my secret podcast that I'm going to make to usurp this podcast? Usurp? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's an usurp? Podcast agnostic. Okay, great. I'll be the cop. You be the Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you uh, do episode titles, but I think you have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down. And if you don't, you should consider starting. <laughs> well, Rebecca, we need you back at least for the uh, upcoming Futurama episode. So. My favorite. And then you're then you're fired, but at least okay, you got okay. a forewarning. Acceptable. So, thanks again, everyone, for listening, powering through this uh, rambling of hypothetical fictional nerd fights. 
everyone here is ending the day as friends, as promised. And we appreciate you again taking the time to listen to us. Uh, I'm Josh. We've got Scotty, Matt, Rebecca, Becky. You can find the podcast at Talking Smack Pod on Twitter. You can email us at tsmackpod at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. And if anyone wants to throw out their social media, they can. So I'm leaving the floor open for you. Did I promise <laughs> that we would leave as friends? That well, well sure you in the, in the, if we're in the warehouse leaving as the four of us, we became friends. Josh, you want to shout out your OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even come up with one. The real, I'm the real so Harry tired. Potter. <laughs> 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 He'll show you his magic wand. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> Expecto Patron. <laughs> I, I, would, I would subscribe to your channel if I could. Um, I make cool art stuff and nerdy embroidery on irene.imagines on Instagram. But I'm old and I don't know how to do any other Instagrams or Twittering <laughs> or Facebooking. Yeah, wow, I'm the only cool one? Cool. Scotty, we saw yours cool up one. last week. You're Scott, at Scotty Don't Know. Uh, there yep. is no extra W. We, I, looked at, I looked that up, so I made sure to edit that out No, there's week. one on my Snapchat, you know. I, I can show you pictures of Josh's wand. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, Ron Weasley and Harry Potter together forever. <laughs> that's, the, that's their joint OnlyFans. Matt, you can be Dean Thomas. I don't think I want to be any of them, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Grown man. Only if you're Hagrid, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> you're a hairy Hagrid. wizard. <laughs> this is the longest <laughs> exit of the podcast ever. It's like a Midwestern goodbye right now. That's what that is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, but you can set this all out. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm not cutting that one out. Hey, don't you guys all have right. like lives to get back to? I got a bed to get to. I'm tired. I got work in the morning. So with that, thank you again, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you taking the time. And everyone, have a great night. Everyone here, thank you again for taking the time to participate. And we will see you all next time. If we live till next time. My sucky comment is, this didn't dissuade you from doing it ever again. Oh, hell no. This is too much fun. <laughs> I, my face hurts from smiling and laughing too much. You listed all those rules at the start, and we... Rules are made to be right broken. at the window. Well, I already got, I already got my us. pick for the next fight, too. Josh versus <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I'm not a wizard, so I would lose. We can't yeah, do it. Harry, one of the Harry's things. an idiot. And Harry doesn't, <laughs> Harry doesn't kill. And uh, if, if it was a customer service situation, Josh would win. <laughs> Harry ends that series being a wizard cop. He kills people. <laughs> Flying a little fast on that broom there. Oh, he's got a gun. Get my wand. I want to do. Also, also, he was made by. He was invented by a turf. So the the moral victory goes to Josh, as always. As oh yeah, always. That's... I always let's, have the moral let's... high ground. Apparently. <laughs> what is your dog doing? I don't know. Got really weird, really quick. <laughs> so that was very intense. He was like, "Oh, I think he was sniffing my nose ring." I don't know what it was. That was really weird. Being, being strange. I was tickled, delighted by the Dr. Morbius versus white noise syndrome. I thought that was very funny. Just so everybody knows. I didn't want to trigger Scotty with that one. I, I went after Matt with this one with two really What do you mean trigger ones. me? I think Morbius looks good. We all it know does, you're please. a big Morbius stan and you, you would It's like... not me. It's not me. It's the gigantic <laughs> Morbius stan. It's my wife. It's not me. 
I I don't mind Morbius, but looking at the, the movie, I'm like, I I was actually excited for it for it to come out, and I was like, they actually look like they did a good job of making the character look good. I, the character is fantastic. Jared, Jared Leto. I'm not convinced weird. they actually made a movie. <laughs> I, I I'm going to say two years. At this point, if your movie and your characters don't look good, I don't know. You got to stop it. You have. I, <laughs> You have other problems. Everything's gonna look good. It's a, it's a why we don't need more bat. I just so it's a weird choice. It's a weird choice. I don't get it. I, I literally, know, as it came on in the theater, I went no, and then within, I was like no, why? It's got me more excited than the god awful Wonder Woman movie that just came out recently. Wonder Woman's villains are a lot like Peter Parker's villains. They're all really bad. They're bad villains. What? What did you just say? I'm I'm sorry, but Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery in all of Marvel. DC's oh, best one is Batman. So I mean, those like, two have the best rogues. A gallery. bunch of his villains are just like, hey, he was a great guy, and now he's a villain, and you're just like, that's, that's not- how they're written. That's not how they that's are. That's the fucking point. <laughs> no, but that is so stupid. Rebecca. I don't get it. <laughs> Peter Parker was going to be a villain until Uncle Ben died. That was Peter Parker's arc. That's what makes him so compelling. And then that's what makes his villain so compelling is that they completed that villainous arc. I don't mean to be mansplaining to you as the only woman on this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Bo's upset about it. (laughs) I'm just saying, just saying every time I had to read one of those, I was like, Oh, I wonder if he's going to turn out to be a bad guy. And then you're like, Oh, what a surprise. He is. Oh, looks disgusted at your take. I don't know. I hope he bites you. By. Right in the arms. Right in the arms. <laughs> Do it. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> that was like a yawn over my fist. He didn't really bite me. Fight me in the face. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> so with that, he's a vicious, vicious pit bull. <laughs> They're so vicious. He's he's just a big cuddle butt. He is. That he's mad because we're in the bed. But I'm not laying down, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I, I muted. He keeps making little noises, like, <laughs> "Like, come lay with me." And I'm like, "Just wait, just 